0: What's up? What's up? What's up? We are live. Hello, world. I am a rocker
1: tonight, as you can see.
0: And I'm a nerd. I got my little
1: uh, Are you acting? Cause that's, your nomad, that's my normal, This
0: is that's normal. normal, little dweeb. <laughs> Nerds.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's up, y'all? Welcome to Turning the templates Loose, where we have drinks and talk crap. crap
1: about good, bad, ugly, stupid, slow people. No,
0: that is not true. <laughs> Where did you get that from? <laughs> we talk crap over drinks About all kind of stuff Now some people are slow But mm-hmm. I'm just saying
1: I didn't say the R word
0: You know you, what? You not
1: know have the word Just like an untouched word Yes, you
0: word. cannot say that word Retarded? Oh my gosh We're getting canceled <laughs> Alright guys, welcome again My name is Leah
1: <laughs> And I am the legendary rocker You had a pattern You going to say my name is Julianne
0: my name is Leah, and Happy Halloween! One of our favorite holidays. Woo! I mean,
1: our favorite holiday. Yeah, I don't know. It's like Other top than birthdays. three. It's like okay. It's like okay, okay, okay. My top three would be who? Okay, St. Patrick's Day is number one. Okay, okay, Halloween number two, and Christmas. Okay,
0: Christmas is like mad for me. Mm-hmm. I'm more birthdays third, and it doesn't have to be my birthday, anybody's birthday.
1: Oh, yeah, I love birthdays, too, now. Yeah. Christmas the whole season.
0: St. Patrick's Day is for drinking. That's why it's number one.
1: Thank God good. <laughs> That's what we praise the liquor gods.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, thank you all again for joining us. What's up, South Carolina Rap Guy? We welcome you to the Tipplers. We appreciate Ooh, we should, your presence in, us in the building look i was listening to his rap on his youtube he got some lines on there okay we'll i mean how them bars them bars the spitting. we'll listen to those bars later um again guys welcome <laughs> this is the time that you need to share what <laughs>
1: the hell out of this
0: you need to share the hell out of this while we <laughs> go ahead and play this theme song and then we're gonna get into some good stuff let's hit it
1: oh yeah i'm gonna do a rock
0: oh. <laughs> 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 Oh, I'm all oh, I'm all let me be around now! the Titlers loose so 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 on a Monday. Let's make it also so fun day. Drink, drink it, and talk it, and laugh it, and stop 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 out. out. That's what the Titlers are all about. Pour your drink, sit back and relax. Right here Monday, 7.30 is where it's at. Talking to the topics, come on, let's go. Let's dive in enjoy the show.
1: I couldn't do that for too long. That'd break, make my voice go away. Okay, he yeah,
0: had get up. Already. Turn the tip, look.
1: Get it, y'all. We don't, we don't see it, each other y'all. for multiple days at a time. Get we normally act really, really okay. wonky. That's true. We haven't seen each other since what, last Monday. Okay. I think so. Last Monday. Look, y'all, she was calling me to another video chat. Half a bra. I'll you all this. I was like, don't well, you come to let this girl go. You are like. <laughs> oh, the only difference is I get I, get, I get called her
0: first of all these these negroes stay calling somebody at 12 one o'clock at night i'm looking at the phone like okay of course i'm naked in my bed with the blanket on i don't sleep with no clothes on every time i do the show people notice i don't like clothes okay Mm -hmm. i will walk around naked if it wasn't for the kids but i stay in my room that's
1: what made the kids well, Walk around naked, that's true. But Jesus I- saw that he couldn't take it, he pounced on As
0: soon as I come in the house, everything come up pop, pop, pop. <laughs> P-P-P-P. <laughs> everything off. So, of course, if you call me, I'm under the covers and I'm mm-hmm. naked. So, that's what you get. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not showing you nothing, but you're gonna see, you're gonna know mm-hmm. okay. that I'm naked. Okay, again, y'all, welcome, welcome, welcome to turning the Tipless loose. And so, we got a couple of announcements, and then I see that our special guest is in the wings, mm-hmm. but we're gonna get these. Announcements out the way. So we are going on a semi tour starting on November the 16th at a wonderful place called Bang Back Pinball, Ping Pong, Ping. <laughs> no, I lied. Bang, bang Back Pinball Lounge, not a Ping Pong Pinball. You know that old school <laughs> thing where you sit there and you be like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, Pinball Lounge in Columbia on Saluda Avenue. He's a really great guy. He has a lot of personality. Awesome. Yeah. He has a great business, to be honest with you. Great business, mo- me, great business model. We'll be there live on the 16th, which is a Monday at mm-hmm. 730. We'll be giving away stuff. Okay. Liquor bottles. Like, that's how we did an a, a in-person thing. We gave away liquor mini mm-hmm. bottles. We gave away chocolate. We gave away gift certificates. Like, we were giving away all kinds of stuff. They we need
1: to pouring free drinks. We can't do that this time.
0: Well, you know, yeah, we no. We're getting drunk enough, you might get a free drink or two. <laughs> but they're gonna have a special drink alert, it's especially for us. It's gonna call it's called the Tipler's Tilt. So all the proceeds will go. Well, I lied.
1: The two dollars a
0: portion of the sales yeah. will go to us. So, guys, come and support and drink the Tipler's Tilt. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you I've been drinking the I can't wait to show. taste it. I can't wait to taste it either. I told them make them, it sure. like us, you know, strong yet spicy and mm-hmm. you know, got personality. And A
1: little bit of something in there you can't quite
0: put your finger on. Right, you but know? you like it.
1: Yeah, you like it. Like so I, that's us.
0: I, I like hanging out
1: with them, but boy, they got the, <laughs> Most people say we got the devil in us. <laughs> Normally, what we're doing, like, y'all some sinners.
0: <laughs> Another announcer, y'all. We're gonna have um dominatrix mercedes aka blondie got perks mm. okay i like that oh. on november the 23rd and she's gonna tell us about her dom life what she does she's gonna give us some tips we're gonna talk about the different types of doms because mm-hmm. i i didn't realize they're, they're like a whole lot of levels to this like i'm like i can't be a dom i can't boss somebody around but i may can do some other stuff you know i may can be a mommy dom mm-hmm. hello <laughs> did you eat today
1: which would be crazy but i could see it like a, a especially a mama's boy mm-hmm. that mama might be would dead love or something, a would love
0: somebody see, be that's like, what i'm saying a dom like that just you know just want to make you do something not mean i don't want to be mean mm-hmm. i want to be like a ball cruncher you know <laughs> like i think that would be painful i would try I would, it though what do you say produce um yeah some comments in here what's up peeps all right so Yes, Dominatrix Mercedes, aka Bloody got purse November twenty third. Mm-hmm. All right, so what time is it? Okay, it is. So drinking time. Drinking
1: time. What are we drinking? All we are both drinking some Wellers, which is a really good whiskey, ninety proof. Very good mm-hmm. with some. You got bold in yours too, mm-hmm. which is like my favorite ginger. ginger like Lord, coffee. I love it. Like the tingling go up in your nasal cavity, and you can feel it in your stomach bouncing around all that gingery spiciness or whatever. But it's so great, so good. But yeah that's what we're drinking right now we'll change it up in a little bit i'm sure this bottle ain't got but a little one drink left in that night but beyond that
0: yep i mean i love wellers um the liquor store saved that especially for me because they know i'm a connoisseur of whiskey and bourbon they said look when i came in there to buy some other stuff they's like look i saved this bottle so <laughs> so- <Matter of laughs> fact, you know it's bad when you got the owner of the liquor store messaging you on facebook hey we got that liquor in
1: lord <laughs> <laughs> So did he get hey. did he get elk first?
0: No, not yet. But he did get because you know the the crown peach is uh mm-hmm. on special I mean is uh a scarce right now. Yeah. So he messaged me like, Hey, tell your husband we got that crown peach. Mm. I was like, Thanks, like I wasn't expecting but you know,
1: that's the kind of friend you need though. <clears throat>
0: that's the kind who, of liquor store owner. That's why I'm gonna
1: support who him. Who doesn't want a friend that owns the liquor store? They, they asked me how many of all...
0: Oh my gosh, Long. exactly.
1: I mean, that's like, like, the the, like how convenient would it be like, because you know I love to break laws, and don't get caught, and I'm not one who like to get caught, but how good would it be like on Sunday, I darn, I should have got a bottle of liquor yesterday, but I can hey, Leah, you give me the key to your little store so I can get a bottle out of there, I'm like, sure, and I'll buddy. pay you back Monday?
0: <laughs> sure, buddy, cash out, like... <laughs> Anyway, all right, guys, well, Ranger... Ranger McDanger welcome South Carolina rap god. welcome again share this with your peeps especially if you're in the poly community this is our non-monogamous community because there's a lot of branches to that this should be a very very fun and informative show for you
1: non-monogamous is like the branch that all of them come off because they more than one partner.
0: I basically sum it up but we'll (laughs) talk about it once she comes on Um, an interesting fact before she comes on, um, so I followed her page and, you know, I was following her for a while and she was like putting all these great tips on there and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so great. Mm -hmm. And out of the blue, I was just like, look, I've been following you for a while. Would you mind being on our show? Check it out. She agreed. I was like, cool. And then one day me and my husband was laying in the bed. Um,
1: After y'all had sex?
0: (laughs) Boy, laying in the bed, maybe. We were laying in the bed. (laughs) And I don't know, we, we watched this documentary called, uh, Polly love and I'm like, wait a minute. And this was just recently, no joke. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute. This person looks familiar. And I was like, Oh my God. So it kind of all came together. I didn't even realize, um, you know, the connection, yeah. but that's how, you know, things are like purpose and destined mm-hmm. to, to work out the way that it's supposed to. So I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited. Hello, Tasha. Thank you. Um, so we're going to bring on, so, um, First, before she come on, I you normally know. you know, I know in real, you know, you need a little, a
1: little bio, a bio. Yeah, have, I haven't told you, you have the best bio. I do. Yeah, someone told me that.
0: Somebody told you that. Yeah. Well, you know what? I I wish I had the best bio now because it it is it's, it slipped away from me. I don't know, you know where it went. And I'm normally well prepared. I tell you what, you
1: go you Steve Urkel now. You know no oh. how much Steve Urkel prepares, <laughs> something has to go wrong.
0: Something always goes wrong, doesn't it? <laughs> Okay, here we go. Okay, guys, so we're going to introduce our special guest. Um, so her name is, and I hope I don't jack this up, Evita La Vida Loca Sawyers. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. Um, she's a personal coach. special Guys, let's bring her on and welcome. Bring her
1: out. Bring her out. Oh, dun, I wish dun, I had some dun. music. Bring her out. Bring hey, her hey, out. Hey. Dun, dun, dun. Bring her out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: bring her out. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity.
0: Oh, oh, no Mm -hmm. problem. Look, we're a little wacky. Okay, it's okay. Does my does my sound uh sound fine?
2: Yeah, you can hear you loud and clear. Excellent, wonderful.
0: We're a little wacky. Once we start drinking, um, you never know what's going to happen, but we're gonna have some fun. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's the main going in. We're gonna have fun.
0: Absolutely. So, um, since you're coming on, tell us a little bit about you and. I, I summed it up, but I really want to know from your mouth about what you do, what your end goal is, and why you decided to not necessarily become poly, because we'll get into that, um, to be the advocate
2: on that side. Um. So I've been uh, ethically non-monogamous now for going on eight years, actually, to be eight years in 2021. And mm-hmm. um When I first started, uh, we started with swinging, which was very easy for me. Um, It wasn't a challenge at all, but polyamory was a lot different and it was hard. Uh, And I had a lot of uh, emotional struggles. And at that time, uh, the community was very much online. So in Facebook groups and forums and things of that nature, and there was this taboo around talking about the ways in which you know, polyamory was uncomfortable or challenging or if you were dealing with jealousy. And all these people were in these groups and they were talking about all these like wonderful experiences that they were having in polyamory. And I was just like, that is just not my experience at all. Like, this is hard. It's challenging.
0: I'm having to grow in a
2: lot of ways and stretch, you know, my thought processes in a lot of ways that are really uncomfortable and aren't like easily able to do just on a whim. Like as soon as something happens, it's not Uh, like natural for you to just shift into the other thought that you need to think you know it it takes a lot of like like kind of like self-work and sort of Mm self-examination to find those reframes those mental reframes and so I just began to talk about the issues that I was having Um, even though I would get backlash or it was kind of this taboo thing but it began to resonate with people to where they were like you know I feel the same way too but I just didn't want to be honest about it or I didn't want to talk about it and And um, I realized through that, that I possess this really unique ability to really be able to articulate these emotions in ways that people can kind of understand. So I would say something and someone would be like, that's what I was feeling, but I didn't know how to say it. You know, I didn't have Mm the language for it. And so it's just started with my friends. So they would come to me when they had problems, you know, I need to talk to you about this, that, or different people in groups that I knew would reach out to me and, you know, say, hey, can you help me out with this issue or that issue? Um, And so then I was like, well, maybe this is something I could actually do for people Uh, because I would have appreciated having someone in the beginning to sort of help me through that transition from transition from being monogamous to non-monogamous or, you know, to help me out if I'm dealing with a new situation that I hadn't experienced. And so I began to offer myself up as a coach so people can come to me and go, hey, I'm having a problem with this thing or my partner is going out with this new person and I'm really struggling with it. Um, and they just, I kind of sit and just help them kind of work through those emotions and those thoughts, give them different perspectives, validate their feelings. And uh, yeah, so.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So for people that don't understand, because even my cohort here asked what non-monogamy was and mm-hmm. what's this. So can you kind of explain to our audience what non-monogamy is and maybe kind of get into what poly is a little bit as well
2: yeah so non-monogamy is just basically the opposite of monogamy so monogamy is you're exclusive with one person that's the person that you're with they're exclusive with you or at least you hope they are um and you've agreed (laughs) right and um and you've agreed that uh, the two of you are going to remain exclusive to each other in this very particular way. So you're not gonna entertain people usually emotionally, sexually, you know, in any of these other ways. Non-monogamy is just the opposite of that. So you're not exclusive to one person. That one person is generally not exclusive to you. Although there are relationships where one person is mono and the other person isn't. Um, But usually uh, a person is non-monogamous. That just means that they engage multiple people uh, romantically at the same time. Now, ethical non-monogamy is that person is open and honest about that with the other people that they're involved with. So non-monogamy is just you're not with one person and, you know, but there are people that aren't ethical about that. So that's where you get your mm-hmm. cheaters, mm-hmm. you know, etc. cetera. Uh, ethical non-monogamy is everyone involved is aware um, and, you know, in agreement that you are not going to be exclusive to them in these ways. And that's an umbrella term, ethical non-monogamy, because there's different kinds of ethical non-monogamy. So there's swinging, which is just recreational sex. Uh, You have open relationships, which are usually a little bit more casual. So you're not really developing um, lasting bonds uh, with people. It's more like, hey, if you go out of town, you know, you meet somebody at a bar, that's okay. Or you know, you might grab a drink with a coworker and kind of spend the night at their place or whatever. But not like trying to develop partnerships with people you're just kind of casually dating outside of your primary relationship is usually how that works um then you have polyamory which is the focus on having multiple romantic relationships so these are usually people that have multiple partnerships uh so they have multiple relationships They're, they're in for a while they generally involve love feelings um or that's the goal um, and then you have this kind of like gray area of non-monogamy called like, don't ask, don't tell, you know, to where this person is kind of like, as long as I don't find out about what you're doing, you know, what I mean, I'm not going to ask. Um, and so that, why I say that's a gray area is because technically it's ethical because both people have agreed to do that. But it's very hard for the other person to sort of verify that that is your agreement in your relationship. So a lot of times people will say that that's their relationship agreement when it's not, and then, you know, it blows up.
0: So let me Um, ask a quick question about that, if you don't mind. Sure. Because, you know, when when you're kind of in and out the poly world, you see maybe that's the biggest problem. So it's like, let's say you're in that category to where you may want to get to know someone, and they say, well, yeah, I'm poly, or I'm open, or whatever, and... How can you trust that this person is telling the truth? How, how do you know that? Because you, you do have some situations where, like you said, maybe the, the other person doesn't really want to know the details. Yeah. But then you have some where they want to meet you. They want to get to know yeah. you. They. Yeah. How, how do you navigate this? Because this person could be definitely unethical. Mm-hmm. And then things start getting you know, complicated, you you know, you get into fights, they call you home rector, you break up homes, you know, things of that nature. So how do you navigate that world? Me,
2: myself personally, I don't interact with people who I can't at least do a check-in with their partners to say, hey, I just need you to know, I just need to know that you know that I'm here and I'm here in this specific way. So we don't have to interact, we don't have to be friends, we don't have to kick it. But I need to be able to verify with that person uh, that they are aware that their partner has other partners in this specific way and that they're on board with that, even if they kind of just don't want inter- to or experience it or interact with it. So I just don't date people personally that that is their setup. And once somebody tells me that, I'm immediately like, uh-uh, uh, because, and they could very much be telling the truth, and that's totally fine, uh, but that doesn't work for me. So I don't date, I don't date people that have that. Um, If you are, you date someone or you're open to that, I feel like that's just one of the risks that you take in assuming, you know, that kind of relationship because you can't verify with the other person that it's okay. So you could very well find yourself in a position to where like you haven't, I've known people that that's happened to them Mm -hmm. to where they thought that, you know, that's what the the agreement that their partner had. And then they're getting phone calls from someone saying, you know, you ruined by, marriage and blah 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 blah. so that does happen um and so that's just the risk you take if you do choose to engage with people who that's their setup but me i just don't as soon as someone tells me that i'm like nope you don't work for me in that way and then we're done
0: (laughs) (laughs) i get it okay so i think you were talking you talked about um swinging open polyamory okay so this is the question I had when I was kind of looking it up and doing my research here. So you, you have ethical and consensual. They sound the same to me.
2: Um, so I feel like one. they're the same too. I don't know why they're becoming interchangeable. So I couldn't like fully answer that because I've always heard them use interchangeably, ethical and consensual. Because consensual just means that um well actually so no so this this is actually a, a difference that i could probably like say is maybe the difference between ethical and consensual non-monogamy so you could be ethical in your non-monogamy by letting everyone know that uh you have other people but that does not mean that everybody consents to it <laughs> you know what i mean like that 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 means oh, that there are some people that could be like i don't good. like that you do this this is a problem for me. I'm going on record to say that I am not uh, in agreement with this at all. I just don't want to break up with you because I love you, care about you, whatever. And gotcha. stay with the person, yeah. but they're not happy about them being non-monogamous at all. So the um,
0: ethical part is
2: you just acknowledging, hey, this is what I want to do. Right. But- Everybody knowing. You're not going behind anybody's back to do anything. Everyone knows that you're interacting yeah. with other people in these ways. Consensual yeah. is more like, <laughs> yeah. I know that you're with other people. And I agree to that, you know, so I agree that you're going to be doing that. Like, I'm not, you know, I don't have an issue with that or I'm not fighting against that.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
2: Because when I was looking
0: both of them up, I'm like, this sounds a little similar. But it makes but sense, that makes sense now like that. that we broke it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, you were going
1: to say something. You know? Oh, no, I was, I was saying oh. what you were saying, but we said at the same time. I'm <laughs> trying to steal my thoughts. Sometimes. I am something sorry. You.
0: So, for well, people, so, how large you got to get I'm a, I have a big mouth and I'm loud naturally, okay? <laughs> you know what? He, he messes with me all the time. So for people that may not quite understand this, mm-hmm. they're in a monogamy type of mentality to say, well, look, this is what I like. I want one person. I want to be with one person, married to one person, have a sex with one person how would you present non-monogamy to them to help them understand the
2: reasoning behind it? Well, so this is actually an interesting question for me because I don't live my life trying to help people understand me. So (laughs) I'm very, very, very comfortable with people not understanding me and my choices. So like, If someone just doesn't understand something, I'm usually like, okay, like, you know, what I mean, then you don't have to do it. But I'm going to. You know, so I think you just all I need people to understand is that I'm an autonomous adult capable of making my own choices
1: Mm -hmm. and uh, they
2: don't have to understand them. However, uh, to answer the actual question, it's just a different relationship model. So some people just feel the necessity or feel the desire or the drive to only have one person. Um, I don't. So, and it really is, neither one is good or bad. They're just different. So you only want to interact with one person in that way. And that's all that, that, that resonates with you. And that's fine. Uh, I just don't feel the same way. So, and that's really is all that I would be able to tell someone is, it's just the same thing like sexuality. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? People are attracted to different things. Um, and it's, you know, it's just different. It's not good or bad or worse or better. It's just different.
0: So my point of view to kind of piggyback off of that, I feel like people feel like there's no other option at times.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: this is the way that is programmed in me. This is the way that I saw it done. This is the way that I was raised. This is the way I believe religiously. Maybe you know, we can go down a whole list well, of I'm things. Pretty
1: sure in America, religion has a <coughs> probably plays a
0: big part in it. But then yet in the Bible, there were men in there that had multiple wives. But that's a right. Place
1: that's illegal the these days <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> I'm,
0: well they ain't not to have a booth thing i'm just saying so you know for <laughs> you know i think that it's more like they are programmed to see it in this way mm-hmm. and they feel like they can't do it in another way perfect example i i think that people rather cheat than do it ethically
2: yeah it's it's very strange um and We don't practice conscious monogamy because you literally you hit the ground running and you're told that you're monogamous. Even though centuries of relationship data has shown that human beings are not monogamous creatures, not that like we're non-monogamous entirely. Because I definitely believe that there are monogamous people that just don't have a desire to, you know, uh, be with more than one person. Mm -hmm. But human beings as a species, we're not a monogamous species. Like we're just not. So you hit the ground running and you're told that you're monogamous and we don't really practice conscious monogamy of going like, there are these options here, so I could be non-monogamous. I'm just not really that interested in it. Mm -hmm. So it's weird how people, like you said, would rather cheat or they'd rather uh, break up their relationship to get with this new person because they're like, well, if I develop this feelings for this other person, then that means that my relationship with this first person is no good. And rather than kind of examining
1: if monogamy is what the problem is you know what i mean is it that they're just not monogamous um but i well, think it that- always seemed like a um just what going off what y'all talk you're talking about cheating is more of a mm-hmm. i think a i don't want to say a possession thing but i think people cheat to ex. it's more of a thrill okay I wouldn't think yeah, there's a person the would, thrill because too, I think
2: there's the a thrill of being caught, you know, the kind of sneaking around, the excitement of it. Um, so I do think people, that there are people that are attached to the thrill. Um, I also think that there are people that they don't want to bring it out into the open, number one, because they just don't want to be judged by their partner, because usually if you bring that to your partner, your partner's like, uh-uh, you know, we're done, no, you know, I don't want to do this. And also Ooh. what I noticed too is a lot of people are fine with non-monogamy when it's them doing it but when it's their partners doing it they have all kinds of issues you know so we'll like, talk
0: about that a little bit mm-hmm. um yeah sure. so you know how talk about it go ahead how are want gonna talk about it go ahead yeah
2: i think that when we think about the concept of non-monogamy and being non-monogamous we think about what we're gonna do you know we're like oh i'm gonna get to go on these dates i'm gonna interact with these people and i'm gonna get to you know whatever But we don't usually think our partners are going to be doing the same thing. And so I remember I was doing a podcast with someone and I was like, if I could like perfectly craft, like if I was like totally egoic and narcissistic and I could like perfectly craft like my experience, I would be non-monogamous and I would have multiple partners, but all of my partners would be monogamous to me. Like, you know, (laughs) And they would be like, you are just the most amazing person in the world and there's no one else that can light a candle to you. And I know that you just have so much love that you have to give it to all these other people. And I'm totally okay with that. But (laughs) I only have eyes for you. Like in my perfect, like egoic world, that would work because I wouldn't deal with any jealousies because my partners would all just, you know, be looking at me but the reality is that your partners are going to be doing other things too and a lot of times i don't think people stop and think about that you know until it's happening and then they're like oh this is really uncomfortable this is really scary this feels really threatening and then it's like oh like my partners are going to be doing these things too so i think that also plays into why people don't want to be open about it because it's like okay well if i'm open you know then that means my partner's going to be open to it and the thought of their partner doing something with someone else it just you know it drives them crazy
1: and see, that's what I think is a majority of people in general, because even if you see somebody like I see, like I always talk about Charlize Theron, sexiest woman in the world, that'd be my past. But hey, I can sleep with her if I ever get a chance, because that's my past. But it's kind of like the same same thing you're saying. Like I would be okay sleeping with her, but I'm not around here searching for women to sleep with. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I think it's 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 more like, for instance, like let's say you, you know you went to your girlfriend and you say. This is what I'm thinking about, all right. I want to be poly or non-nogos. I want to explore that. I want to date other people, see where that goes, right? Mm -hmm. And let's say your wife, girlfriend, whatever, says, "Oh, wow, I was thinking the same thing, and that sounds like a good idea. Let's explore that."
2: Mm Let's see how your mouth turned
1: up. I'm exactly. possessive myself in general. I'm a possessive person.
0: But but okay, so let's get to that. Um, can you not have that dynamic? No. For instance, yes. Why not?
1: It's because it's, it's it's mine. Even though no, it's no, not. No, no, that's not what I'm uh, saying.
0: You can have a dynamic where you say, "Look, okay, I want to be seeing other people. Maybe you want another female. Mm-hmm. You want to bring that female, and you want that closed. Can't that be an option to where it's like?" You just have two females and nobody else does anything else?
2: Nope. Um, it oh. is, that is something that does occur. Um, honestly, I think it's bullshit. I'm just going to be honest with it. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> no, like, I, like I, I get it. Adults are capable of having a relationship that they want. They do not have to give a shit about my opinion about it. Like, you know what I mean? If everybody is consenting and agreeing to it, then who the hell am I? But I think it's bullshit. I would never agree to that. I'm um, <laughs> very much of what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Mm-hmm. No one makes decisions for me about what I do with my body and my dating time and all that stuff, but me. I like so it. you never arrive to the scene and say, "Okay, this is what we're going to do," and you're going to be restricted in this way. That's a, a, a that's an immediate uh-uh, move on. No. But we there's a lot of here. people in the poly yes. world
0: that kind of you know do that. They say, "Look, I want to be." Poly, what is it? Polyandry. Polyandrous. I just want to be the the woman. Now help me if I'm saying these terms wrong. I want to be a woman with two men, right?
2: Um, yeah, now that does occur, um, and it does happen. And like I said, if the people are on board, then they're on board. Okay. Um, so, so that's very much a conversation. So poly is very, like, customizable. You can do what you want, you know? And as long as you're accurately communicating the terms to the people that you're interacting with and okay. they're agreeing to those things, then, you know, it is what it is. Me, myself, personally, I just don't engage in relationships to where there's an expectation that someone outside of me is going to make a choice for me about how many partners I have, exactly. who exactly. I interact with, who I'm open to, who I'm not. Like, I just, I don't do that. I gotcha.
0: But I do, you know, those things should like, just like any relationship, your desires, your wants, your needs should be communicated Yeah. beforehand for sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Like you don't want to bring somebody into something. And you're like, look, I don't like that. That does happen too.
2: And that, that does (laughs) happen to where like people make all of these, especially couples, they make all of these rules for the relationship before, like, you know, if they're looking for a third quote unquote, Mm -hmm. before the other comes in. And now this person is like subject to all these rules that they had no, you know, they had no hand in creating um, because they were made, uh, you know, out of them, you know, so they're in this relationship structure with all these rules that they had no hand in creating. And now they're subject to, and, well, some of them are uncomfortable and they don't really have a space to kind of advocate for themselves for that. So um, I am not a person who's a big proponent of unicorn hunting or the, the <laughs> couple looking for their third. Um, it causes a lot of problems in our community, a lot of problems in our community. And while I recognize it as a valid relationship model, and like I said, everyone has a right to uh, pursue whatever kind of relationship they want to, so long as it's consensual and you know amongst adults, yeah um but uh i am not a big fan of of the triad unicorn hunter no <laughs> not at all and I think the verbiage
0: is bad. like the verb it sounds so bad like i'm a unicorn hunter like but that just sounds but it's
1: perfect you're looking for the dream who how can you find the one person that's gonna be perfect for your relationship you already have established and that's why yeah what, I know what the you're going yeah it's, it's, it's like finding a, a unicorn.
2: Person.
0: Yeah, if you find I, that I, one. I just don't
1: like the word. word. The word. <laughs> women well, sounds... love unicorns. They shoot rainbows. Maybe not women. Maybe the, g- the gays love unicorns. They shoot <laughs> <you> rainbows.
0: <laughs> Why? <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about you for a second, if you don't mind. And Absolutely. whatever level of comfortability you are at, you just let us know. So. Um, When I watched uh, Polly Love, basically, it was about uh, your situation with your, your husband and um, the female at the time that you were interested in, engaged in a relationship in. You guys were enamored with her. Um, I think from kind of like setting a tone, you guys are no longer with that individual. No,
2: we haven't been together since, I think the documentary was shot in 2015 and we haven't been together since 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay.
0: So as I'm following you and I'm following your page, I want to say that I respect your transparency. Mm-hmm. I respect your situation as far as putting it out there about you and your current husband in your relationship and being honest and not trying to put a a certain fake face on it like everything is okay and using that as a vehicle to help yourself and to help others and for those that don't know what I'm talking about it's not on Netflix love it is on um, Amazon by the way so I want you to talk a little bit about that. And the reason why I want you to, because I'm I'm almost certain people will say, oh, this marriage is where it's at because yeah. of Polly, you know, yeah. because of the non-monogamous part of it. If you don't mind sharing a little bit about that, what you're comfortable with so that we can kind of, you know, clear that up because that's... I, I almost am certain. That's not the reason. R- relationships don't break up because
2: of those things. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. And it's it's very funny that people think that because I'm always like, um, like, when people think that I'm like, um, like, so um, I'm assuming you're talking about the fact that my husband and I are separating, which is very right. new. Um, so we've been together for 16 years. Uh it was 16 years this year. We're currently separating, which is it's very new. It's maybe like a month and a half old that we've uh, decided to do. Well, more like maybe like we're coming up on two months um, that we've agreed to do this. Um, And um, it is amicable. So we're friendly. We weren't fighting. Like it wasn't like we had this like really tumultuous relationship before this happened. And now it's like coming to an end. Polyamory did not have anything to do with it. Um, And I often tell people when people say uh, like, well, maybe if you guys wouldn't have done that, you would have lasted. I'm like, okay, I don't know if the reason why we made it to 16 years is because we we did polyamory. You know, like we might've broken up three, four years ago um, because, you know, we didn't do polyamory and we just decided to be mon- monogamous to each with each other. And so while me and my husband love each other very much, um, we get along very well, we're still attracted to each other. Um, all of those things are true. Uh, but that's not enough to make a relationship work. And the reality is that a lot of our primary relationship needs, neither one of us provides for the other person. So, and we've existed that way long before we did polyamory, long before we did polyamory. That was always true. Um, but because we're good people, we enjoy one another, we get along, like we were able to sort of work around that, you know? So, um, uh, and now we're just like, or rather he was more, it was more him. I'm going to be honest, you know, it was more him. I still wanted to work it out. He didn't, but, um, but he very much is now in a space where, and now I'm kind of getting to that space too, to where it's like, I think as we've interacted in other relationships, one thing I will say that polyamory does is it does show you what you really want out of relationships and what you don't and you know when we got together we got together when we were completely different people so we had completely different ideas about life about relationships about love about what we wanted for our futures to look like totally different and now we're in a completely different space and i think as we've gotten to know each other or know ourselves better we're just kind of in a space to where we're like you know maybe this container that we've set up for each other uh, just no longer works anymore and we need to change the structure. So, um, like I said, it's calm, you know, I'm sad about it, you know, cause I didn't, I very much, you know, loved my husband, loved my marriage, wanted to be with him. Um, you know, until the end, but like, I'm at peace with it because, um, you know, and one of the things that I haven't learned through polyamory is just not feeling this necessity to cling to people. You know, and to like have your grips on them and no, you will not leave me. You will give me this relationship that I want from you. Give me, you know, (laughs) learn to kind of not do that. You You know, sound
1: like evil beings.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like we parasite. You you have to give me the relationship that I want. You have to be with me in this specific way. Like, you know, in doing non-monogamy, you learn to kind of let go of your relationship. So like when you're having those thoughts of like. What if this person causes this person to leave me? You go, Okay, well, what if, like, you know what I mean? And you know, so you sit with that, or you know, what if this person finds someone that they like more than me and they want to be with that person? Okay, well, what if? So you kind of sit with those things, and so you learn how to release your relationships a little bit more. So, can and you so- ever
1: really love someone? What with that, with that aspect, can you ever truly love somebody? How we describe love this with that is so mind funny.
2: Yeah, that's so funny to me because we never ask parents. So now that you've had a second kid, can you love the second kid if you love the first one? Or that you never ask, ask, be the, person, you never ask the person. You never ask the You have one friend, and then you get another friend, and you say, okay, well, you can't love the first friend because you got the second friend. And so clearly, you don't. We never, we don't do that with any other form of love. Except so, this one.
1: So you don't think that parents have favorite kids?
0: But that's and not that's people not have best friends. We, that's not the question you asked. Oh. No, so and that's the perfect example you um you just made Avita. So we feel like we can give multiple love to everybody else, but mm-hmm. romantic. We can love our mother, our father. Now, of course, yes, yes, we have people that we may Have more of a connection with. I'm a perfect example, my mother and my father. I love my father, but me and my mother are like this. Mm -hmm. With children, yeah, you got a child that all, you know, does what they're supposed to do, like for me, and I got one that's just the damn, I don't know where he came from.
1: Don't talk about it. But
0: that doesn't mean, my boy, like that. (laughs) That does not mean that we don't love them any less. We still love them because if not, with children is a little different you can't let them go you got to keep them but with other people you know we can let them go but the thing about it is that for some reason we feel like with romantic love we can only love one one person like Mm -hmm. for instance i have a boyfriend that i had way back in high school
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i still have a love for him but do i want to be with him
1: Mm -hmm.
0: no you know you still have a connection with these people because you were tied together now, going back to what she was saying about love, people think they stay together for love. That is not what you stay together because you can love a person when you're long gone. You can love a person when you're yeah. not. You can love, yeah. you know, love is still going to mm-hmm. always be there. But, but I hear
1: what you the way we describe love mm-hmm. in a marriage, you should be together for love. You should work well, on why it you can't for be together love, two not, not saying that sometimes. People I'm- get
2: married for all yeah. kinds of reasons, which is why it's so funny to me when people, people get married for money, people get married oh, for convenience people get married out of obligation like people get married for so many things that even this concept of marriage is for love is weird to me because i'm like Mm -hmm. marriage is for whatever you want it to be for you know between you and this
1: other person and that is true in the broad sense of it but like i'm talking about people that get married marriage
0: together because Mm -hmm. i can love my husband all day long Mm -hmm. but if he doesn't treat me right if he doesn't give me those things that i feel are essential for me to grow, for me to thrive, um, in in that sense and that's different for each individual but
1: love is what make you stand there and try to but love. that is not true there are people no, thank 50 you. years and there
2: ain't a drop of love in sight but
1: <laughs> no, they, might, they, might,
2: <laughs> they might not
1: love each other in the fact that oh i want to sleep and hold you at night no nope. but they, no, love, like what, they love what they love have developed over those 50 years
2: anyway but thank their you. sense of obligation their desire to not want to be alone what their their codependency, Thank Thank there's you. a lot of reasons why people engage in relationships, and they're that not
0: love. Well, well if you, that is the reason. Well, if you because, stand for
1: that, you need to leave.
0: But no, it's true. People stay because they're like, oh my gosh, they're going to get better. They're going to do better. This person keeps but, saying, I'm going to do better. But that's love that makes you, make
1: you stay and watch them. That is correct. And do not not
2: now,
0: but not in all way, it, 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 and I get what you're saying. In a way, you know what? I, I see, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to both of you guys, I understand what you're saying. But then in a way, I'm kind of more on what she's saying. Love makes you stay a little, but more so what makes you stay is you don't want to be alone. You feel like you've invested so much time in this individual. Mm -hmm. That's really the big percentage of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because once you get tired, you're going to get tired. And the thing about it is that love makes people a fool. That's why people stay. No, really. <laughs> no, that, I agree with you. That's love why make people you do stay and get beat you. up. That's why people stay. Now, and get don't people, mentally just,
1: don't people, people just slow.
0: No, I mean, you know, you understand no, they're
2: not slow. It's they're, just that they're I like, I think
1: they got knocked one too many times. You know, love. Don't
0: pay.
2: Brain ain't them.
1: quite fighting the right way no more. No,
2: usually in that case, there's some kind of mental illness, which is not like slowness. <laughs> this is just. Tough you know or there's some kind of like self-esteem issues I mean, nice. it's extremely hard to leave an abusive relationship there are people that are very 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 intelligent people but in that way they struggle um it's not just being slow no i i
0: totally agree it's, it's a lot of different things but but that's what we have to understand like Oh, let's let's talk about a little bit about maybe some people that are watching, and mm-hmm. this is something new to them, or maybe be honest with you, some people that have probably been in the game for a minute. Do you- Does this repair relationships? Does being no. monogamous repair
2: relationships? Opening your no. marriage? No.
1: She answered that no. quick.
2: No, no. That it can. I do know people where that has been the case, but that's more of an anomaly. Then it is the rule. Actually, non-monogamy shines a blindingly bright light on all the problems in your relationship, your existing relationship. If you entered into it from a coupled space, because many people enter it, into it, not from a coupled space. So if you enter into it from a coupled space, um, non-monogamy can actually shine a blindingly, a blindingly bright light on like all of the things in your relationship that weren't working Mm -hmm. that you could just kind of sweep under the rug because there's a lot more wiggle room to kind of not deal with that stuff in monogamy than there is in non-monogamy so Mm -hmm. no like when people go you know we're going to do this to fix our relationship i'm usually like "Uh," (laughs) because your relationship is going to get kind of like, well, at least in my experience and in most of the people that I've interacted with, obviously, they're different people who have different experiences, but your relationship gets a little rocky in the beginning because you're transitioning to a new paradigm, which is scary, mm-hmm. you know? So, if it was already shaky, um it's probably going to get shakier still. So, like, when people are like, oh, well, let's just be open and that'll fix our problems, I'm like, Mm-mm. Plus, I don't really think it's good to be interacting with other people from a space of I'm doing this to heal this thing that I have going on with somebody else. Yeah, Like, yeah, I think that sets you up to not really treat people very well because you're treating them like kind of like objects, you know, that you're going to like, you're treating them like tools. Uh, so my, this relationship with this person will help me fix this other thing that I have going on over here. Um, but that usually is not the case. So I want to open
0: the floor. If anybody that is watching have any questions, you can message us you, if you want to be anonymous. Um, you can also just put it in the chat, and we'll mm-hmm. put it up. So, I have a scenario that someone actually sent to us that I want to bring out to you. Yeah, give me that. Oh, what do you that. need? Oh, I'm sorry. He yeah. wants some more alcohol. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. So someone wrote in to us um, with a letter stating that it was you know it's them the, uh, a husband and a wife and. The husband kind of felt inadequate in a certain way as far as sexually. Mm-hmm. And they decided to let the wife know that they wanted to uh start introducing, I guess, like a swinger lifestyle, so to speak. Okay. But he did not he did not tell the wife this. He literally just said this is what he wanted to see as a fantasy. Okay. okay. So they, they got into it um, and then the wife kind of mentioned that this wasn't really her thing, random sex with people wasn't her thing. And then she decides Polly would be a better uh, fit.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So everybody agreed to that. But later on in conversations, cause, you, cause I, I guess if you're knowing your Polly situation, Of course, you got to work out a whole bunch of kinks once you move to this poly situation. You got to work out jealousy. You got to work out how you're feeling about seeing your spouse or your girlfriend or boyfriend talking to other people, Uh, exchanging photos. You got to go through this whole process because initially you were monogamous. Now you're not monogamous and you're going through all these processes. So, in that process, the husband at that time divulged that this is the reason why he first introduced. Uh, I guess the swinging as a part of the dynamic in the relationship. Yeah. Um, and the wife was hurt. How can you move past that situation?
2: So so he introduced the swinging because he felt inadequate in bed or because she wasn't adequate in bed? Because he felt that way. He felt inadequate in bed and so he wanted to swing to sort of boost his own ego. Um, well, honestly, so...
0: Well, he claimed that it was to... Um, because he felt the wife wasn't satisfied, and he did it that way.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I think that's a little... First of all, that's a little strange in the first place, because I feel like why wouldn't you talk to your wife about that, and, like, have an open conversation about that, and then, like, work together to, like, figure out what could be done to satisfy them because it definitely sounds like um he was more on board to do this than she was where she was kind of like i'm not really that into this so like i feel like he created this solution to fix this problem but it wasn't really the right solution because like she wasn't really into it i could see if she was kind of like you know asking for it but so that that piece there but um Personally, like, I think a lot of people real don't realize that you can engage in the form of non-monogamy that you want to. So, like, say the wife wants to be polyamorous and that's what she wants to do, but the husband is not all, re, all that interested in that and is largely interested in swinging, then he can just swing, you know? And mm-hmm. she can be polyamorous and they don't have to engage in the same form of non-monogamy, like, you know? So as long as they're, um, they're, you know, consensual about what they're doing and everything's above board like if he's like you know I'm not really that interested in having multiple partners and she wants them uh then they can just engage in different forms of uh non-monogamy when my husband and I first started that was sort of kind of our situation I mean obviously not the thing about the um the inadequacy part but I was very, very, swinging was super easy for me. I really enjoyed it. I love the fuck. And so I wish, I don't know if I can say that on this word. Or, oh, no, you, yeah. You can say That's anything. Whatever you want. to okay, yeah. love words. So, like, swinging was, like, great. I was like, this is amazing. Like, you
1: know,
2: my husband on the
1: other hand. When you again, say swinging, you mean, like, you know, because, you know, lay person, people say swinging. We go to these parties. I'm just going to have sex with this person and this person and go throughout the house. Then when I'm done, I just walk around the house and wait for the next swinging party.
2: Similar, sort of, okay. kind of. I mean, that's part of it. There's also, um, you can have, like, so I've had swinger friends where we may not interact at a party, but I'd call them up and be like, hey, are you free, you know, in a couple of weeks for a fuck? You know, and they'd be like, yep, sure. You know, you go, you hit them off, you break them off, and then you go home. Um, so it looks like a variety of things. Um, but it was very comfortable for me. Uh, but my husband really, really struggled with it because he does not... Like just having casual sex with people that he's not emotionally connected to, he can, mm-hmm. um, but uh, it's just not not his favorite thing to do. So he struggled mm-hmm. with swinging, and that's why we actually got into polyamory because he's like, you know, I would rather interact with people that I'm forming emotional bonds with. Um, and initially, I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> I was like, this is too much. know, I don't want to do this. Um, and that lasted. I think we tried it it went horribly. And so we tabled it for six months and then we got back to it. So yes. in the beginning of my non-monogamous journey, I considered myself largely sexually non-monogamous. So I really didn't have a desire to have any emotional connections with more than one people and just largely kind of wanted to have a variety of people that I had sex with. Um, now that's changed, but like had I had known what i known like then, what I knew now, or if I had been me that I am today, like back then, I probably would have been like, okay, well, you go do that and you go find, you, you know, partners that you connect with and, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm going to be over here just swinging, you mm-hmm. know, because that was largely what I was interested in. I wasn't really interested in having emotional connections with people. I kind of just wanted to fuck. <laughs>
0: so what made it, I mean, hey, fuck it is good.
2: Oh, I'm not.
0: But what made that switch
2: to Polly? Um, honestly, it was us him doing it so and when we got into polyamory so i'm bisexual so when we got into polyamory um i wanted to have the experience of having a romantic relationship with a woman so i slept with plenty of women but i had never had the experience of actually having a romantic relationship with a woman and i wanted that experience so we got into it going okay my husband and i have drastically different tastes in women And so I was like, okay, you go find me someone for you. I'm going to go find me someone for me and, you know, never the twain shall meet. And so that's how we got into exploring, uh, polyamory and like having actual relationships with people, because I was just tired of just having sex with women. Like I wanted to experience like actually having a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's how we got into this portion of, uh, non-monogamy. And then we met our partner at a swinger party, like, you know, ironically, I'm mm-hmm. um, the person that you saw in the documentary, Right. and um, that's how that relationship started up. But we got into it because I wanted the experience of having a romantic relationship with a woman, um, and uh, and so we just opened it up that way. But initially, I was very, very like, uh, like I was like, "Fucking uh, is easy." Like I was like, no, <laughs> "You have a good time, you come home." I was like, "All oh, of this other stuff." I was like, "No, no, 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 no. I don't want to do that." So, so let me um,
0: ask you this. Being bisexual, do you feel like having
2: relationships with women are harder or men?
1: Definitely women, y'all. Uh,
2: honestly, it's it's a different kind of hard. So um, I don't feel like <laughs> having a I don't good like I think the relationship with men or women is hard. Um, you just deal with different things. Um, now, I would say. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I I I always say all the time, like I'm like this close to swearing off cisgender heterosexual men. Like, I'm like this close to being like, just no, no more. I can't. So There's explain
0: just too much. to our audience, cause let me tell what, you, what you said is
2: cis. So people don't know what cis hetero is. Oh, yeah, okay. cisgender hetero. So cisgender are uh, men who were born in uh, or they were assigned male bodies at birth and their gender identity correlates with the body or the gender that they were assigned at birth. So they were assigned a man at birth and they feel like their gender identity is a man. I so like, like,
1: I'm, I'm every single woman? boy born.
2: Pardon? Well, but because, and you
0: know what? Uh, so let's just let's, let's put this out on the table here. A lot of people have a lot of problems with all this identifying situation. And now, okay, so hold on, let me back up a little bit. Misorders. this mm-hmm. is probably a different uh, platform that you're probably accustomed to. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you oh, I think you both did very good. And no, and I'm not even talking about us, I'm talking about your view, the viewership. Right. Oh, I so that's why I asked you to explain stuff and that's, so most, I'm not gonna say all, but maybe most of our viewership are like, what are, there, are these alphabets? Why do we have to do this? Mm-hmm. Um, why do we have to say cis hetero? Like you just said, hey, that's what I thought we were. But um, well, that
1: is what you literally are signed The way it works with science, you assign your gender by your. But you gotta male to understand
0: that maybe they are a man, but they identify more as.
1: And, and that comes with time when you develop. But when you come out the coochie, you're but, gonna but be you a wanna, man or a woman. But you gotta understand less,
0: that when you're dating, you're trying to meet somebody. You're you're looking for a certain thing. You, you put those labels on it so that you can identify who you are to a person that may not be into that type of thing mm. or they, they identify who they are. So you'll know like, like perfect example. I was in a group one time and this person came in a group and I looked at the picture and the video and I'm like, Hey girl. Um, no, I mean, really
1: how you doing?
0: <laughs> and then when, when they did the introduction, they said, Hey, um, my name is so-and-so-and-so and, my pronouns are he, oh God. him, whatever. But I respect that. If that's what that's what it is, we're gonna say that's what it is, and I never made a mistake again. But 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 for me, if I want to be called like my name is Aliyah, if I want to be called Leah, fucking call me Leah. Respect. Put some respect on that. I agree with that completely. Thank you. So let me put some respect.
1: But uh, to my point. Um, whether you agree with it or not, if you wouldn't, if you are a person that just say don't put a gender on any kid and pick what they want to be, that is that is okay, whatever. I'm not I'm not against that, I'm just saying, from a standpoint of science, when you're born, we call you male or female. But I
0: think people but make we, a big deal, but of it. we
1: do accept it's not like it's not like in the world of science, and I want to say this that we're not working healthcare, for right? You. Right? And it's it's kind of like a thing, like oh, these healthcare people don't respect us, but they even just give healthcare us labor, but to- we are.
0: The different labels and things we do. When you we, do demographics we and different are, things like we that. We so are do I do, mean but at, at
1: the end of the day of are born, I mean these the, the call you a male or female is not just as simple as us scientists. Well, I'm not a scientist, us healthcare workers picking picking things we want to call you. It comes down to what we do to you after you're born. Medicines you can take or can't take, procedures you can have or can't have. I
2: mean, but I that don't. You, that only designates the parts that you have. It doesn't designate your gender identity, your gender expression. And yeah,
1: gender identity um, is right. a whole, but gender identity is totally separate than what we call you as a male and or that's female. fine. That's how you identify. But we're talking about that. two
0: different things. We're talking about what I like to be called and identify as versus what I was born. That's totally total Oh, well, yeah. I,
1: well, yeah, I wasn't talking about that. If you want to oh. be, I don't care what you, if you want to be called that-
0: At any rate, like
1: I was call. saying,
2: sorry. <laughs> right. we, we just uh, went on the tangent. I struggle, That's what we do. I
1: struggle
2: with dating cisgender heterosexual men mm. because they just come with a lot of shit that I have to weigh through. Mm. Um, that my very queer ass does not want to have to wait for it. So, <laughs> Just look! Yeah. Okay. look.
1: So Exhibit Exhibit A! Exactly, exhibit A. <laughs> tell, tell me all <laughs> some things you deal with with people no, like me, apparently. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: I'm, I'm open. I'm an open person. Most oh, I'm of the exhibit. people that I, I engage in relationships with, these aren't conversations that we necessarily have to have because they kind of come already equipped with this, like, baseline knowledge. And because of the work that I do, and the way that I show up in the world, I'm extremely queer. Um, and so uh, I like people coming to me with a kind of like baseline uh, uh, baseline knowledge about queerness and queer identities and, mm-hmm. and how it operates and that kind of thing. Um, and also I find that a lot of cisgender heterosexual men are really entrenched in these like really funky gender roles mm-hmm. um, that I don't really subscribe to so um it becomes a challenge. It really does. So it really <laughs> oh, I
0: feel like God, they're no. not open, they're not open to a lot of things. And it's not because they don't want to do it, but because society told them. Okay, perfect right. example. Perfect example. Perfect example. Perfect okay. example. And guys that are watching, women that are watching. Okay. This is the one that gets on my absolute fucking nerve. Okay. So
1: I'm gonna have to do it. You know I love whatever. To see you all. So
0: this is it's a guy, <laughs> right? Let's say he's with his girlfriend and he likes to be pegged. Oh, I love to peg. Okay. i not
1: doing that. Take it back.
2: <laughs> <not> done
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he likes to be pegged by his girlfriend, right? Every, most, most, I'm not going to say every, most men put him in the category of being a gay man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is not true.
2: It's not at all. It's, it's not true. I agree with
1: you. But it's, it's it's like one of those things. But and and, and I, mean, I take it back. It I take it, it back. I take it, about I, it. Like, exactly. I take it back. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. It's just that's a uh, that's just one of those things. Just not something that me myself and the side just is not hip though. It's like you like people in your booty hole.
0: And that's
2: fine. So, but
0: you can't say that this person is gay because they like to be plugged. Yeah, I mean, yeah the I only know. thing that would make them gay
2: is if they wanted that to be done to them by a man. And Correct. even then, I don't necessarily believe that that makes a person gay. They could be bisexual. True. They could be trisexual. I knew a guy that was like that. He was like, I'm heterosexual. What he was like, that? I only identify in being a romantic relationship with women. I'm attracted to women. But he's like, well, when I want to fuck, he's like, if there's an available hole, I'm going to take it. So, and he really <laughs> wasn't the way he was. So, sexuality no. is this huge, huge, huge cornucopia mm-hmm. of things, mm-hmm. but and we to these very limited boxes. Um, and uh, oftentimes, I find that a lot of cisgender heterosexual people have just not done a lot of work to like explore those boxes. They're not interacting you know, in those I, things. I
1: don't want to cut you off, but what it's called, cis.
2: Yes,
1: now do they name it that just to pluck our nerves? No,
2: <laughs> C-I-S.
1: cis. So yeah. So why is it? It's just the designator.
2: It says that you know you're a cisgender person, and honestly, there there's necessary because I know a lot of trans people that will not date uh, cisgender people. They refuse, and I get why, but they don't. So it's just saying that you know your gender identity and the uh, gender that you were assigned at birth matches up. Like I'm cisgender. I'm a cisgender woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then heterosexual means that you're attracted to the opposite sex. So yeah. I interact with cisgender heterosexual men because they're attracted to women, and I'm a woman woman. Um, but there's a lot of things that <laughs> I'm like Oof, like when I think about doing it, I'm like, uh. <laughs> because <laughs> oh they're God. so
0: close-minded, they're so close-minded. Like, I'm not gonna uh, well, I won't I, I, I do not like, the, they're close I don't think, I
1: think the older generation are like People are like my father's, yes, close mind. I'm not close minded at all. I grew up So why
0: not get paid? Huh? No, that's
1: not that's <laughs> I don't want that. It's not to be closed minded because I say no, I don't want that. I just don't want it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's fine. I don't necessarily like that's fine. I don't, you know, someone you're like your body is yours. If you definitely know right. that something is just not going to appeal to you sexually, you have like there are definitely things sexually I have no desire to do, and I'm okay with that um right. i think it's some of the other ideologies that i struggle with or i have a problem with so i'm just like ah like why do we have to do this so,
0: <laughs> so one of the problems that i have is that women or females huh? are um
1: supposed to have bad audio
0: we got bad audio oh echo do we have an echo did you hear echo with us if you it an echo when you hear us no i don't hear an echo
2: no do you hear okay.
0: echo with me no mm-hmm. absolutely okay so, I feel like women, people put uh, women on a pedestal in society where we're supposed to be more sexually explorative.
1: Well, I, you know, I see the op. Like, women, I was even talking to my girlfriend and women are, y'all can do what the hell y'all want to do and no one judges y'all. A man, even, even if a man was open, a heterosexual woman is going to judge that man as being gay, just as bad as.
0: Correct there's a thing men though, to where if men. a man is bisexual we're as as women that's like so. So man, i
1: don't think that's don't... a i don't think that's a what you call a cis cis man or whatever y'all whatever it's it's a mean name thing. it's mean name y'all um,
0: <laughs> but yeah
1: that women are just i think women actually worse, especially black women i can't speak for yeah. other race but black women are terrible uh, uh, like i got a friend who's bisexual mm-hmm. you know, black women bisexual i don't want you you gay you just don't want to admit it it's, it's instantly I do it's, no, it's, no, yeah. it's no. black or white. I mean, no gray area.
0: No, you're absolutely right. In our community, we do have a, a big stigma on. It's, I don't gay gay men. You know, it is what it is. But, <laughs> I mean, see, no, see, no, 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 no. That's not what exactly. I meant. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. What I mean, by sexually, of course, I'm not going to be with a gay man sexually. But what I'm saying is. A bisexual man is what we have a problem with. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, gay man ain't gonna be attracted to me. That's exactly. what. I, that's well, why bisexual, I said you that. like. Well, right. Oh my god, no, I ain't talking to you. You gay. In the black community, we have that stigma. I
2: don't yeah, it's, it's a big problem in the black community. I've even had. Uh, black bisexual women who will say that about bisexual men and i'm always like (laughs) i'm like but you're bisexual though like how like you know so it is a big problem it's a lot of it's homophobia Um, it's a lot of homophobia it's that belief that if a man is attracted to a man then it automatically invalidates his manhood he's not manly enough he's effeminate. all of these things it's misogyny there's so much stuff behind it that um yeah it's a big deal so and i even i won't date women who say that. So if I'm dating a woman and she says something like, you know, I don't date bisexual men or I'm, that's, that's a big, that's a, that's an automatic, that's a deal breaker. I'm like, okay, no, we're done. Um, so yeah, uh, because I, 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 it's very much a mindset that I, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with at all. And I'm very strict and I speak out about, uh, a lot, um, is just being able to allow our black men to be bisexual. There's nothing wrong with black bisexuality and men. Um, and, uh, and then just kind of opening up, like I said, our explorations around what we think sexuality is, because Correct. if you're a man and you like to have your prostate stimulated and you're having a woman that is stimulating your prostate and you're having what this amazing winning? anal orgasm with a woman, why does that make you gay? Simply because the play was in your butt. Like, you know, like it's, I it's, totally so, agree. it's
0: so bizarre. I totally agree. I just think that the man, well, I'm going to use you for
2: example. I think you're scared.
0: To let
1: your inhibitions down. No, it's not even fair. Sir. I, it's not even fair. It's the fact that, like y'all said, society has certain things. So I was- with, Well,
0: who would know? But, but the person he was with?
1: I would know. The pride, <laughs> pride, pride, doesn't start with people you know. He
0: said he would know.
1: Pride doesn't start because, oh, my neighbor knew I got paid. But pride starts on the inside. Like, that's not what I- that's a, From a man perspective, that's a surrender. That's a weakness. Why? Pleasure is weakness. I mean, I'm not saying pleasure is weak. Pleasure is happiness. Exactly. No, I would not put pleasure. Exactly. In weakness. Nonetheless, doing that would be a sign of weakness. Now, wow. rather, rather you want to sacrifice that and test the so water. That's really might be- the
0: problem, like she said earlier, the mm-hmm. masculinity part uh-huh. and not being, you know, letting
2: your. But
1: it's only help. a problem if it's causing. If it's hurting the person that's the, the, well, the, I mean, the I saying, it I, is I, a, problem. It, a problem. It's a,
2: it's a problem. It's an, a problem on a societal level. It's not bothering you because you're on the, the other side of it that doesn't get the, the ire. But, but if you not- have a guy who's into pegging and wants to do that with a woman, now people are, you know, demonizing him and saying that he's gay, it's a problem for bisexual men. It's a problem for a man who just wants to go get a pedicure and not go in the locker room at the gym and have people talk sure. shit about him because he wouldn't got a fucking pedicure. Like, you know, patriarchy <laughs> is a prison that we put around men and women. So, like, y'all don't be living y'all free lives because of patriarchy because y'all too busy worried about somebody calling you a sissy. True. So well, like yeah, so that's why I be like, well, yeah, why do y'all uphold them all
1: because not- it's a prison for you. I that's mean, true. that's it, me personally. is not a prison because I, you already know, I'll go quickly to get those done done, cool. But that's kind of I don't care. Well, yeah, that part don't bother me. I'm just saying from my standpoint with the pegging side of it. Is if you yeah, do that, you're surrendering your. Let's
0: go to but the I'm not calling
1: ball. you gay. I ain't calling you gay. I'm just saying you in a position of. Position of weakness, the position of woman supposed to be. Well, and I and, and I know that sounds wow. sound <laughs> bad. I know that I know that sounds wow. like wow. I'm literally just telling you. I'm t- telling the view of a man's perspective. I'm not telling my view of it. I, I if, if a man, if you like, believe me, if you like that do it, hell, get your nut best you can. I'm just saying from <laughs> from standpoint of, of a man, like that is the way people view it. That's the way we viewed as men. Oh, man. Okay, you got bent over backwards, dog. The deal Well, why do go? we got to say you got bent over
0: backwards? I Maybe mean, he didn't get bent over backwards. Maybe he
1: was on the back. That, that, yeah. that's, the, that's, the, that's what men are going to talk about in those locker rooms you're talking about. Oh,
0: my God. I can't. Okay,
2: we, wait, my then.
1: pretty toenails. I mean, that's what we're talking about.
2: Okay. <laughs> in the box shops. Okay, so- <laughs> Anyway, and that is part of the problem is that, you know, men have these unexplored uh, masculinities and, you know, these very, very rigid kind of restrictions on what it is. And because of that, it limits you very greatly to living your full human life. And so, yeah, you may not want to be paid and you may be fine with that, but I guarantee you that if you were to really sit with yourself and just go, let me just sit down and think of all the things that I don't do not because I don't do or don't want to do them, but because I don't want to be perceived as weak or womanly or feminine. You've probably come up with quite a list. And, so
0: and somebody totally... just said, one of our viewers, because we have not read a viewer oh, comment Lord, the whole a time. But it says, that's how men view it. Toxic. Ma- that's not how men view it. Toxic masculinity views it that way.
2: Right. I'm a man's man.
1: What can I say? Well, toxic. <laughs> okay. Somebody uh, posted something about the other day, a man's man. What's a man's man? And it was like, just admit you Gay. It was something like that. Just admit your game. It
0: was,
1: like, was some post uh, on Facebook. I was trying cracking up. I was like, I a man's like, it. man. Like, oh, what's this? It's See, like,
0: that's oh. the
1: kind of thing <laughs> like you're. we're saying. It's funny. Right? It's just a funny meme I saw the okay. other day. Okay, so we are
0: approaching that time. And so I want you to be able to tell us what's going on, what you're doing. What's the next thing you're doing? Your uh, handles, your Facebook page, all of that good stuff.
1: Yeah, how people tell can reach you, out yeah. to you. People like, want to follow your counseling. page.
0: And so if it's somebody that's interested in non-monogamy, I believe they can still do counseling to kind of figure out maybe, oh. hey, is this the direction I want to go or whatever? Uh, well, counsel let's not call it counseling, coaching. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so tell us a little bit what's going on. So, um, my, uh, Instagram handle, um, is Labita Loca 34. And I post, uh, generally every day, most days of the week, uh, a polyamory reminder. It'll just be like a little, you know, tidbit of advice on how to live this way, how to navigate difficult emotions, how to deal with jealousy, that kind of stuff. Um, and then my page on Facebook is La Vida Sawyers. Um, and that's, I also do the same thing, post the same thing that I post to Instagram there. And then that's where you can book uh, time with me. So I do individual sessions. So if you were like wanting to explore non-monogamy, but not really sure how I can help with that. If you're already doing it, but you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I can help with that. I also do, uh, couples and, uh, multiple partners, sessions. uh, And so I mediate and help people with those as well. Um, I will be speaking at the Poly Dallas Millennium Conference um, that is coming up November, I believe it's the weekend of the 4th, 5th, and 6th. Um, And so I'll be speaking at that conference. And so that is just a variety of speakers talking about all kinds of polyamory uh, topics, kink topics, uh, sexuality topics, Um, They're mostly uh, people of color, mostly uh, speakers and teachers of color. So that's nice because a lot of the like public non-monogamy community is very white. (laughs) Um, And (laughs) so, yeah, it is. And so, uh, but this conference, they really, really uh, focus on having as many presenters and speakers of color as possible. Um, And so, like I said, that's called Poly Dallas Millennium. It's it's virtual, so it's online. And that one's coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, And then... I think that's it. That's all that I have coming up as far as like different things. I I usually people just kind of pop in like you did and we're like, hey, I have this thing, you know, do you want to be on it? And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? So um, and so that's generally how it goes. So but Levita Loca 34 on Instagram and then Levita Loca Sawyers on uh, Facebook is how you can kind of keep up with what I have going on. And then, like I said, schedule time with me or get some of my services
0: awesome i honestly 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 we're always looking for good people to come on our uh, webcast podcast has evolved to such a point where i don't know if you're going to agree with this and you can say yeah that's true
2: we, <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> You'll ever say what you want me to <laughs> <I know>. um, <laughs> we have evolved to such a point where yes we sit around we drink we talk we laugh we have a good time we talk about policies we talk about sex we talk about love we talk about vote Oh, definitely both. But I feel as though, too, that we owe a little bit to people to inform them on stuff that they normally wouldn't be privy to, Mm -hmm. that they normally wouldn't come into contact with. Because I'm an advocate in, even if you don't adapt something for yourself, for you to know what something is so that you can expand upon your knowledge, and that you can know if something comes up, like, oh, yeah, I heard of that. Oh, yeah.
1: And who doesn't yeah. want to be that person in the room that knows a little bit of everything?
0: Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, I'm totally that person. I want to know a little bit of everything. Even if I don't adapt something for myself, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know about that.
2: Yeah,
0: I know about that religion. I know about that lifestyle. I know about that. And so I feel like even though we drink, have a good time, and do all this stuff, that we should take a part of this podcast to inform people
1: and you know we've had conversations with a lot of poly i must say oh, um non-monogamous people yeah we had in general um, but this is the, the first time yeah, first this time. is the first time we have somebody who was knowledgeable on a. I i could t- i could tell you do a lot of you do presentations and speak
0: right. to people
1: if you're more so informative the first
0: time we had relationship goals. And they um, came on and pretty much just talked about their experience, Mm -hmm. about their relationship. But this was a little different because you were really, like, talking about the terms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, what's going on? So this really helped our audience to understand Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit more.
1: Even Um, even though we disagree on some things,
0: I mean, you know. I mean, oh. this, That happens.
1: So, <laughs> insulting us. What was that name again? Because that says, "I'm telling you, that name, sis, sis was this gender, sis that, that word is made insulting insult the men. I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> try to make us mad. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly,
2: Even it's, it's not, it's not a mean word. It just, it just says that your gender identity and your gender at birth was assigned. Uh, that they correlate. That really is it. So, like I always tell people, if you're having some negative feelings about it, like that's something that you have to examine because it's, it's not, it's not a, it's not a curse word. It's just, it's just like saying tra- not transgender or bisexual. It's just a label. So it just kind of lets so you, you know what a person is. I examine has. nothing. Examine that, that, they
1: purposely chose that word
0: to do what?
2: Be
1: front of an old oh, cis man. You old oh, sissy man. That's what they're doing. Not, exactly oh, exactly
2: no. I mean, so they call women cisgender. Women are called cisgender. Cisgender. I'm, I'm a so cisgender, cisgender woman. Yeah. Women mm-hmm. have to that cis.
1: Look, Thursday, I'm a. Thursday, i am I am All Patreon. Thursday, I'm going to come back on this. But you gotta pay five dollars at least a month. <laughs> See, there's a show when I come back on this. I, get, come on, get on it. So this. let's
0: make a special announcement. So, like I said, uh, twenty. I'm sorry, the twenty sixth. <laughs> yo, when I start drinking, all these like details just come together. Okay, so the twenty sixth, we are having the lady on. That's great.
1: The lady on. All
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. That's look. That's why I have my stuff right by me because I ain't playing. Yes, we're gonna have Dominators Mercedes, aka Blondie, got perks on on the twenty sixth. What I want to ask her to do is a special Patreon that she is directing me and the producer on how to dom.
1: Okay, that would be interesting.
0: That would be hella fucking I interesting, agree. huh? You didn't agree to that. You're right. I just pulled that out of my ass. But Ooh.
1: you're going to do it. <laughs> well, it's pre- apparently so, a stink, the producer do don't you like it. can
0: I do
1: you can you do me? You're oh.
0: do me? I no.
1: Get <laughs> my That's that guy. You know, I got to step in. Like, you so know. you
0: want me to do him?
1: He don't want to kill a fly on the wall. Oh, you,
0: you going to need him. to be in there. You don't
1: know uh-uh. Him. Uh-uh. You need to be able to step on his dick. Oh, nice. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Twist the balls. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> don't, I, don't, be, don't be don't be laughing i didn't been with them at the hotel when they was getting on the cross from me. i didn't see no dominance
0: honestly <laughs> 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 no, i'm gonna ask her if she wants to do a special patreon to watch me being nominated by the producer so if you guys want to be privy to that you're gonna have to go over to ww.patreon.com forward slash chipless loose and subscribe Ooh, for what? That's five dollars a good month? Show.
1: Hell I'm gonna subscribe. I'ma watch from a <laughs> view. I'm gonna be standing back. Oh <laughs> <be> like, okay. <laughs> 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 subscribe for five dollars a month. Now I ain't gonna lie, I don't know what I'm gonna have
0: on. I don't know.
1: We're gonna see. I mean, he might say nothing. He's no, dominating he's dominating you. You better listen. No. I'ma come over. I'ma go <laughs> <laughs> I did go to dominate <laughs> I just
0: came out. <laughs> no, I don't want to be abused. Don't call me a raggedy bitch.
1: Don't you want to be consoled? Don't cry.
0: You're a woman. Just
1: cry. This is what y'all like right to do. All you
0: sexist pigs.
1: Uh, now, pigs are cops. Not a pig. <laughs> Apparently, I'm a cisgender. A cisgender. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it comes anyway, from. <laughs> anyway, y'all, so if y'all want
0: to partake in that, go over now. And subscribe so you can get that special content. We also do a uh, a, a live Zoom every oh, yeah. Thursday, but we're not doing
1: it this Thursday, right? Yes, we're gonna
0: do it Wednesday. So we're gonna, we're do gonna this
1: spice Wednesday? it up. We're gonna change it up. We're gonna we... do a Wednesday relax hump day. In woo. fact, I want y'all on that Zoom having sex. Oh my! Yes, we can have competition. If we can, like, who can make your woman yell to let you
0: uh, okay. your, your
1: woman, oh, woman okay. yeller loudest? And then since, you know, since I'm obviously mean and uh, we're going to see who can make their man loud the yellers next, you know? Oh,
0: y'all the yellers. You de- must be the judge too much. Lord, y'all the yellers. He said <laughs> who can make your man? Y'all the yellers. you the yellers. I give up. Y'all <laughs> the yellers. Okay, so Wednesday, y'all, we're going to do this live. This live took us a cut where we talk all kind of shit. We talk sex. We talk all kind of stuff. And partaking mm-hmm. so just go over to our website and
1: um and you're subscribe. welcome to join we'll give you a free pass to join
0: well <laughs> she's like i don't want to be i don't know there. about that know. okay <laughs> <laughs> well you know what i want to say honestly from the bottom of my heart thank you so much mm-hmm. for joining us tonight like you could have easily said no and I get sensitive at this part of the show mm-hmm. because people don't have to do nothing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But for you to actually like pay attention to this little this this chick that's like just randomly messaged you, I greatly appreciate it. You could have went somewhere else and said, you know what, forget this girl, we're gonna go over here. Um, but for you to come on and talk about your journey, talk about and give us your knowledge and mm-hmm. inform us. I am forever grateful. I do appreciate
1: you. Thank you so so much for joining us. And I enjoyed. I enjoyed enjoyed the hell out of you too, even even though we we went at each other a little bit. I enjoyed, (laughs) but that's but that's what I liked about you the most. The point that you said, "Hey, now, no this." I I enjoy that feedback. That yeah, that banter. I love it. and you don't get a lot. We, we have a few people that just be like, okay, I say something, they be like, oh, I don't know what to say about it. Oh,
2: yeah, no, I'm not good at keeping my mouth shut when I think of things. It gets me in trouble a lot. But no, I appreciated it, the opportunity. I love talking to you both. I love talking about this and spreading awareness and um, having these conversations. And also, like I said, being a Black voice that is talking about mm-hmm. these things because it's really hard to find, actually. Um, it's getting better, but it's still a little hard to find. So I, I enjoyed being here with both of you. So thank you
0: you so so much guys honestly you should follow her on facebook and on twitter and Mm -hmm. the reason why i say that because i'm gonna be honest with you a lot of her even if you're not poly or non-monogamous a lot of her stuff applies to just relationships
2: it (laughs) does i tell people all the time that non-monogamy is just basic relationship principles on steroids that's all it is like it's (laughs) it's, it's regular like Relating is just ramped up because you have more people, but you know, the, a lot of the concepts are things that you can apply whether you're polyamorous or monogamous or whatever. Perfect
0: example before you go. I just want to read the one I think you posted today. Hold on, I saved these. Um,
1: <laughs> stalker, much I'm
0: stalker. Okay, um, no, no, okay, why you gotta pee in the middle of the show all the time? Okay.
1: You know, just black dude don't do the Houston.
0: <laughs> so, today's polyamory reminder from you was, um, it's important. To get past our hurts from previous relationships. So we don't look. Why am I holding these glasses (laughs) like they were real? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay, let me start over.
2: (laughs) Oh, they're not real reading glasses. That's right. (laughs) That's so funny. Oh, my gosh.
0: I'm feeling good. Okay. Oh, okay. Shoot. Okay. So today's polyamory reminder, it's important to get past our hurts from our previous relationships. So we don't find ourselves interacting with our current partners as, if they are our former partners that causes pain. That is a perfect example of something that's not necessary, necessarily a poly fundamental but also a mono fundamental, because we do that all the time. Something happens to us in a previous relationship, and we carry that over to our current um, uh, relationship when we're getting to know someone, instead of just taking them for who they are and getting to know them for who they are. And yes, that doesn't mean that you're not going to have it in the back of our mind, because of course, all of our experiences help us grow, help us learn, help us be better but we cannot hold what
2: someone else does to us on a relationship. Another person. Yeah. We can't hold uh, another person. And honestly, when, when that happens, even if like the exact situation is happening to where like this person is doing like an activity that this other person did, they're still a different person. You're still a different person. And if you spend your time back in the past, kind of stuck in that trauma loop, then you're just going to keep perpetuating that same cycle of, of having that happen because you won't be able to relate to the other person as if they're a different person. And you also won't be able to relate to yourself as if you're a different person because you're not the same person that was in that scenario when it happened back then. And so it's really, really, really important that we're like bringing our awareness to the now, you know, and staying present in our relationships with people so that we're not reliving old trauma uh, with people that were literally not even there. Like, you know, it's like, I yeah. wasn't even there for this. And uh, and I'm, I'm getting the backlash, you know, from this thing that happened that I, I had nothing to do with. And I think being
0: transparent and honest helps too. Say, look, um, this is how I'm feeling.
2: Right. Or this reminded me of this thing. You know, I have a lot of sensitivity around this. Right. You know, can we talk about that? Or can we work on, you know, changing so you don't show up that way? You know, so that I'm not, you know, finding myself feeling these these triggers or getting, you know, scared or you know, like I said, you know, um, uh, you know, getting like activated, um, you know, by this thing, because it, it mirrors this thing that I went through. But in the past, that was very hurtful for me.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So this was a general relationship post for me. And I appreciated the knowledge. Sometimes we have to be reminded of that whether we've been married for 20 years like me fresh relationship of eight months for you. Mm-hmm. Did I get that
1: right? You were a bit, got a good memory. On the eighth of them.
0: Um or where stays that you're at. These are good, good tips. So follow her guys. Please, everything is down at the bottom of the screen. I don't even know if
2: you we were drinking tonight, but. I didn't, no, Um, I'm not much of a drinker. I prefer other forms of altered states of consciousness. Oh. <laughs>
0: hey, if it was legal
2: where we were. No, I don't partake in illegal activities. So yeah, <laughs> I do. So- I, I absolutely do. So, um, <laughs> so uh, but yeah, but I'm not much of a drinker so I don't drink very often. I do occasionally, but it's rare. So um, yeah.
0: Again, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you, thank you so much. We appreciate you grace us with your presence. Again, guys, follow her at the links there at the bottom. Very informative. Um, are you talking something? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that. November 16th will be at Bang Back
1: Ping Pong Pinball. pinball. In Colombia, Y'all, I can't be saying all this stuff when I'm drinking. Yeah, you the know the fast Rewind fast yeah. rewind to, the, to the, beginning. the beginning. Said it perfectly. <laughs>
2: Oh, thank you. Are we leaving now? Is that, are
0: we supposed to dance? So- yeah, it's I mean? supposed to dance.
2: This one's yeah. Putting the tip, let's
0: loose on a Monday. Oh, let's let's make, make it oh so fun day. Drink and talk and laugh That's what the tip are all, about. Oh the tip the all about. Pour your tracks, sit back and relax. Yeah, right here, Monday, here? 7.30 is where it's at. Tip in the compass, <laughs> come on, let's go. Yeah, yeah, let's dive in and join the show. Join us next week on
1: be, I mean, the first week of Thanksgiving. <laughs> first week of Thanksgiving. You know, October you know, is Halloween. November is Thanksgiving. December is Christmas. We Thanksgiving, yeah, first week of November, Thanksgiving month. month. Well, that's what you can say. But no, I mean, most people can't like you, you
0: know, They elevated them all the way up. <laughs> Bye,
2: guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for having Thank me. You. you have a wonderful evening. You Goodbye. Do you Thank you. <laughs>